This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hailing from Los Angeles, their debut single, When I'm Gone, made them the first unsigned band to ever top the Billboard mainstream rock charts. Their name is Dirty Honey. Just played to a packed house at the Uptown Theater last night, and are here in studio live this morning. Please welcome Dirty Honey. Guys, first of all, let me apologize. It's 7.40 in the morning, for God's sakes, man. Mark, how are you? I'm doing all right. Dude. I'm no worse for wear. Holy cow, man. What a show last night. I Thanks. Mean, I saw you were there, man. Dude, it was, it was so goddamn good. Like, it was really great. Like, like <laughs> Thank you. I mean, because I, I, the Young Guns tour, you and, uh, and Wolfie, and, uh, you know, I, you wonder how it's going to all play out, right? I mean, but you root for him. You want him. You know, because Van Halen's my first record. Obviously, it's yeah. You know, he's he comes from that Van Halen name, which is the curse, and the the other is good, and it's just it's a lot to carry. Yeah, for sure. And, and he's carrying it pretty well. I oh, think, dude, you know? how do you not root for him? What yeah. a great singer, great songwriter. Uh, everything points to him being a wonderfully nice human being. Yeah, every I mean, all that is true, and like we get to see him play every night, and he's nothing short of great every night. Literally, I mean, he's like the band and. Those guys have some really high harmonies they sing, and they're they're always so good. So, um, you know, it's yeah. a great it's a great matchup to be out with them. So let's talk about the Dirty Honey story. If you're just joining the show, Dirty Honey played last night, but the show got postponed once. Uh, and finally, got to Kansas City here at the Uptown Theater. Huge night last night. It was sold out to the rafters, and uh, it was just a great night. It was warm outside, like it felt yeah, it like springtime awesome. again. The marquee looked killer. I don't know if you guys got to see it. <laughs> I did. I was riding my bicycle around town, and it was oh. it was awesome. So sorry. It still it's still got to feel great to uh, see your name up on that marquee, like. It's pretty cool. I took a picture. Yeah, yeah. man, dude. I, I I took a picture of it just because I mean I saw Metallica with Cliff Burton in that building. 
really? Wow. Yeah, I mean, I saw, I mean, I can tell you that I grew up watching, I saw Twisted Sister for the first time with Dee Snyder on the end of the Blade tour. Yeah, Like, yeah. like old school, old yeah. school. Yeah, wow. It's got what? some history. Metallica was opening for Wasp. Wow. That's how ridiculous that was. Did they blow them out of the water? <laughs> yes, of course. Are you kidding me? It was It was just, you, you'd never seen anything like that before. You know, as a kid in Olathe, from Olathe, Kansas, Metallica was so new, it was Ride the Lightning. And and you just had never Sick. heard, you'd never heard anybody play like that live before. Yeah, yeah. So you're just, oh, 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 oh. you know, it's so Everybody's far. bashing their heads through the walls. Oh, it, 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 it was like getting your ass kicked. Yeah. Uh, so that's a great place. That's a legendary, legendary place. So you guys have, uh, you know, you added a little more character to it last yeah, night. Yeah, another notch in the belt. But uh, no, that theater is amazing. Um, sounded great. Audience was like, I knew it was going to be awesome. So I was telling Bob, you know, before we came in here, I was like, I think this is Wolf's first time playing Kansas City. And I don't think he knows what he's in for. That's great. And uh, they were just, they were all in cloud nine right after the show. I so, love that. I do yeah. love that because... This town is such a, a great rock and roll town. It just, it just is. It's, it's. Well, it happened to us when we came through with Alter Bridge. We didn't know what we were getting into. We came down from Chicago and we we played the Great Chicago Theater the night before, and that's a beautiful theater, but it's a seated venue, and it was kind of a stiff atmosphere up there. And we came down, didn't know what to expect out of Kansas City, being the first of three with Alter Bridge and Skillet, and like we were just welcome with open arms. I'll never forget. That was one of the things I watched like during COVID was that show. And Justin had a pretty legendary yeah. moment. Uh, his his cable was too short. That was that night. Oh, oh yeah. You, like, were, so... you were stuck with the little. You're like, I'm here. This is where I'm gonna be. It's just funny because like the video, I run to the other stage, and I get pulled back, and I just like look so mad at my cable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, Mike, my, my girlfriend's got a Hitachi wand with one of those little nice wheels catch. like about that long. Yeah, and you're like, you got to keep it tied up to the extension cord. It's no, it's, it's awful. The crowd was so good. He's so jacked up trying to run all over the stage, and he's got like a... Did you pull it out? Did you unplug it? <laughs> Came pretty close. No, I did eventually on the Black Crows to rip like the, the input jack out of my base doing that, though. Good so times. Now we've got a tech that made me a longer cable, so we're all good. That might be fun to be that tech that night. That would have been, been fun to be him that night. No. We didn't have him yet. <laughs> we didn't have him at that point. Yeah, we. Yeah, it wasn't. It was tour manager, tech, bus driver. Oh, yeah, man. Those are that's those are the the gigs you can't get paid enough because no. you're yeah, not going to yeah. sleep. You're going to yeah. wrangle the band. You got to you're going to you got to do it all, and it's never going to go well. Yeah. But that's what makes a band great it when you get on the road. But that's it, man. Yeah. You got to get out. The little bit of suffering. Uh, which, by the way, it's a very nice tour bus. It's not as much suffering as you were yeah, suffering no. before. It makes it makes having that uh, the, the bus a, a little sweeter, knowing like you worked so hard for it and you like survived the hell that can be touring. In a yeah, band, you know. Well, you guys almost got smoked just by COVID and time itself. The band gets a song hit, and and that's the momentum, right? Like everybody in the industry knows, you you want that to carry you forward. People are paying attention. People are getting excited. And the clock is ticking. It's always ticking. It's Definitely. always ticking. And and COVID happens and shuts the thing down. And you're like, oh, that's, I mean, that's got to be, you know, somewhat terrifying, man, for a band that you know how good you are. You know that you're moving. You know, that's that's a lot of time off. We were pretty terrified. But uh, I think as we started writing new songs and we were getting into, like, the production of a new record and kind of hearing what we were up to in the studio, it just, the fear turned into excitement very quickly. Yeah, well, you that's know. your opportunity, right? But then to, there's to also fear more. again. Yeah, that like, we're, okay, we have all these great songs now, and are we going to be able to go on tour again? When when is that going to happen? And there was the start stop where everybody yeah. tried to jump back out, and then yeah. someone would get COVID and shut the whole thing down again. Yeah, and then just and the, and the shows were weird and half empty, and the, it was strange. It was strange, but it feels like we're at a place now where yes. things are 
pretty much back to normal. Dude, so. Last night was the first time it felt normal since yeah. 2019 for me. And I was like, man, this is this is really something. This is it's a real tour again. Like yeah. the summertime's gonna be here. You'll remember that for the rest of your life, too. Yeah. So. I'm telling you, it was a great show last night. <laughs> Thanks, man. And you could feel it from the crowd. Like you you know, I mean, I, through your eyes, looking back, it had to be nothing but smiles. Oh my god, it was awesome. And like I kind of knew that was coming. Like you could feel the anticipation all day, like outside and you know, obviously hearing Wolf out there before we went out. You knew it was going to be a really good show. Yeah, so. yeah, and uh, and it and it is by the way, and this is a strange side note. It is a real co-headlining tour. It was not lost on me that you guys, everybody, had full PA. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, Wolfie, like it was, it was the that great quality sound when both bands are working together. Because yeah. people may not know it, but headliners. Dude, they take a dump on on oh, you. I'm, how yeah, many, yeah. How many headliners have you had to play? We've been pretty you know? fortunate with that, but uh, there's some legendary stories of people. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, especially when you're that good, you know, you guys, you're a threat. You know, right, you really right. are. Like, so anybody who's got to follow you had better be up to the task. Let's hope. Yeah. Well, well first of all, how'd you guys all meet? Where Where are you from individually? <laughs> like, you went to L.A. and yeah, I'm I'm from New York. Moved to L.A. John. Hi. Hi, how, how are, are you? you? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see if this f- voice works. Um, yeah, I'm from uh, I'm from Maine. Okay. Yeah, I moved to L.A. Met Mark, dude. Because it, it's because I moved from Kansas to L.A. when I was eighteen, yeah. in about a day. So that's an ugly move, man. Where were you from, Corey? I'm from Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Yep. I love Portland, by the way. Portland's all right. I just made it. We made a nice motorcycle ride that started in Portland, ended in San Francisco, and back to Kansas on? City. Of course we did. That's yeah. a good ride. Yeah, you have to. Two things about you're going to get rained on, and it's the, what is it, the most strip clubs per capita? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah. Sounds like a great time. I it didn't, really I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 no, a lot of working working people there. And what about you, <laughs> Uh, I'm from the porn capital of the world, Van Nuys, California. Look at you. So, so you're you're the one. You're the one. Yeah. He's the LA guy. Yeah. And, uh, and there is, because uh, you know, man, when you're a kid, you're 18 years old, you move out to LA. If you're from New York, you've already experienced the big. But imagine Olathe. I'm from Olathe, Kansas, and I went out there, and uh, so I pulled a number off the wall. At, remember, G, I don't even know if it's still there, GIT, the G-I-T. Guitar Institute? By yeah. science, the Church of Scientology. Yeah, it's, it's oh, no, now called know. MIT. MIT, yeah, 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 yeah. okay. So yeah. pulled it off the wall and then lived on Yucca and La Palmas. Oh, nice. yeah. I know yeah. exactly where that is. Super yeah. nice neighborhood back in, the, in 1988. Was, yeah. it, was it or no? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was going to say, I don't think it's nice Straight now, murder. So. No, it's, it's better now for <laughs> sure. murder. It has its own Wikipedia page. You know, and, and Yucca Street was legendary for, for scoring drugs. To look Hollywood has gone to hell um, in a handbasket in the I last know. three years. I mean, it is what not a good place to live so, right now. But that was, you know, when you're but you're coming out, you want to make a band work. You got to meet somebody. You got to find them. You got to you got to find yeah. a way to rehearse. You got to find who's a psycho, who's not a psycho. I mean, how many people do you go through before you realize, man, we can be friends, we can play, we can write together, we can perform together. A like lot. this is this is something. This is really something. I, I had a psycho in the band that used to just throw his guitar at my guitar like he would throw his guitar in the middle of the show like at the during the gig it was crazy yeah no there's a lot of crazy oh, and crazy talented bastards <laughs> yeah you oh, know yeah. i don't know if he had that but uh, yeah right that was the part that was missing we, we, <laughs> we, we had a drummer quit over uh thinking mark stole his capo <laughs> yeah. yeah nine dollar capo yeah yeah because yeah. those are the most sought after yeah those you know did you, you have a capo that looked like his i had the exact same yeah. one he was like that is mine he just couldn't wrap his head around that so Dude, and, and you think man and so many how many bands have gotten to the edge like where they really did have the talent and then one guy it almost happened to the beatles 
Yeah. Well, listen, no. uh, there was a legendary band, uh, and Pearl's been a friend forever. So remember the band Love Hate? No. Oh, okay, no. well, they were brilliant. They really were. Blackout in the Red Room. And their guitar player, Johnny Love, was just a goddamn maniac. And so they got a couple records out, and they were really fantastic. And uh, But he just self-destructed. He all said me was smoking a crack problem. That was... <laughs> Yeah, that'll get you. This was the eighties. It sounds like I know this is this was into the nineties. So this is, but yeah, it was still a million years ago. Yeah, Yeah. but it, uh, but that's what happens. That's one thing I've noticed with bands is, and I've seen this, you know, working this job is, you know, there's so many young promising bands with so much to say, you know, and this in this new, you know, the California Dreaming record, like that's clearly lyrically about some of the truths about Hollywood. Yeah, and that was, uh, you know, that. It's kind of spawned from a lot of the things that were happening around COVID with like the homelessness and like obviously there's a, a huge heroin problem in the country and you know more the big thing in that song is obviously like going to California and it's it's well known as the city of broken dreams you know sure. so um, yeah people wind up going back home with their tail between their legs Dude, wherever they came broken, from you know? broken everything spirit yeah. you know you're 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 you're, you're out of money. Promises. Yep. I mean, nobody has ever had more promises made than a rock band in Los Angeles. Yeah, and it's funny. I see comments all the time about people like California, like screw California, whatever. I'm like, this song is a, a bad song about California. You know? Yeah. And people people didn't, didn't really pick up on that. Yeah. So I had to start telling them. But uh, yeah, it's a fun song to play live, though. I can tell you that. Well, listen, Dirty Honey, you guys, you, hang out for a minute. Let's get set up because we kind of rushed you guys in from the table as the song was ending. Uh, we'll get everything set up. We're going to play a couple songs today. We're going to say hi to everybody. Dude, I, I have a million questions for you guys. I want to talk motorcycles. That's fine with me. I'm you, looking at your shirt right now and I'm giggling. Safety third, Sa- my friend. It's, he's wearing a shirt that says safety third. Yes. With a guy, is he holding a beer and no helmet on? Yes. Doing yes. a wheelie? No, <laughs> it is a pretty sick shirt. It was a gift. I like it. You uh, uh, does anybody else ride besides you? I'm the only moto rider. Corey's yeah. a big mountain biker, so Dude, he's I, on two wheels. I got a friend whose new thing is to ride mongoose in New York City. Like oh, that's nice. his whole day. He's got four of them now. These old classic mongoose BMX bikes. Yeah, yeah. And he just literally rocks that thing through Brooklyn and in the city and, and just killing it, man. Far more dangerous than I want to deal with. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. All right, though. stay with us. Let me like, give me some uh, commercials. We'll get this. We'll get everything going, and uh, we'll come back with Dirty Honey. Hang on, guys. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It is the day after the show, which normally these are the days we sit quietly. I try to get out of here early, trying to hydrate and make it all worthwhile. But uh, man, I'll tell you what, I'm so glad I, I, I missed a little bit of sleep to see that incredible show last night. Hailing from Los Angeles, their debut single, When I'm Gone, made them the first unsigned band to ever top the Billboard mainstream rock charts. Their name is Dirty Honey. Just played to a packed house at the Uptown Theater last night, and are here in studio live this morning. Please welcome Dirty Honey. If you guys can only find a singer, I know, right? right? Ah. Dude, Huge. Uh, that was, uh, by the way, welcome everybody. Dirty Honey in the studio. Everybody's in here, man. Corey and Mark and John and Justin. And uh, and you guys, wait, you're doing spectacular. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> we're feeling good, feeling good. You, uh, and I just, I genuinely appreciate you guys getting up and, and coming in to hang because, man, it's it's once in a while you get to meet a great rock and roll band and on the way up as it's happening. And it's still a thing for me, man, because I'm the same kid that... It, Wanted to go see those shows. Wanted to go see Metallica play at the Uptown Theater, you know, on the on the Ride the Lightning tour. And so it, it never changes, man. It you know that's the that's the great part about this job is you know the opportunity to to check out a band like Dirty Honey, get to know you a little bit better, find out about you, and then and then have you play in the studio. And uh, and you guys are gonna do whatever you guys feel. You do one, do two, whatever you want to do. Stay as long as you like, or go when you want. But stay as long as we like. Yeah, absolutely. Now, yes, listen. <laughs> What do you guys need? Check us out. We can we can yeah, round it up. Barbecue. We got a liquor cabinet in the other room. We got <laughs> yeah, barbecue. Yeah. We yeah, can make barbecue would be good right now. Yeah, listen, some we can barbecue some liquor. Yeah, right. We can, it sounds like a hang. I'll show you the liquor uh, cabinet as soon as we stop. Uh, but you guys, when you, how long were you in LA before you met everybody in this formation? In this formation, yeah, she's probably. God, I don't even know the timeline. It was probably it was a couple years. years. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, it's hard. I it's met hard. John pretty early, and I, yeah. I had known Justin, but Justin kind of got brought into the fold of the band a couple years after I met John. And and, and yeah. you you've grown up in L.A., so you've played since I assume since you were just a kid. I mean, yeah. just yes, a million different bands and different things, and mm-hmm. and you've seen it all. I've seen it all. I mean, I've you seen grew the up Van Nuys, the Sunset Strip. Sure. Yeah. And it, That's it, crazy. It, 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 it is crazy, man, because you're you're really young, mm-hmm. and uh, and Corey, who's obviously the problem and absolutely a terrorist, I can tell, because <laughs> 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 he's so sweet and quiet. He's, you're very nice. Yeah. Like, he's, he, you, do you do you ever get angry? Like you you seem like such a peaceful, easy guy. 
These guys have all seen my dark side. Is it? Is it? <laughs> yeah, we've all seen all each other's every side now. Well, you're, by this point, yeah. you're living in the in the time capsule, right? I yeah. mean, you're in that little fuselage, like it's. Yeah, you're gonna find out if you want to be married or not. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, we the fuselage got bigger this tour, so that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, th- well, you know, COVID I think stressed a lot of people out who had to stay home with their significant others, and I'm like, you have no idea what bands go through. Like, yeah. they're in bunks on top of each other, yep. nonstop. Everything that's laughable at the beginning of a tour by the end can be very irritating, right? Like, and just, and it's not really irritating. You're just, it, you're tired, man. I think we all found a pretty good rhythm. Um, I think the bus, this, this tour is definitely like a welcome surprise. He knows, everybody knows. I was like really hesitant to it because I love my freedom. I love getting on the bike. Yeah. But, you know, when you're on the road and you have a van, like, the van is my. <clears throat> It's my it's everything. It's my independence. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, he could take it and leave us. It was great. Yeah, we'd, <laughs> we'd wake up in the morning and be like, "Let's get coffee." Hey, let's oh, get coffee. Oh, wait, the van. Chris Robinson was cool when he saw me like driving around all summer in this van, and he was like, "What the hell?" He's like, "He never let the singer drive around in the van." He's like, "They would never let me do that in a million years. I'd be dead." And so, when you're a kid growing up, and you're before you moved to Los Angeles, would you ever have thought that phrase would come out of your mouth? Uh. I no, I definitely did not expect that. I mean, never happened. No, and he's got. I'm sure he has mad respect for you though, because you you are a singer, singer. Yeah, he's. I mean, he was always like pulling all of us aside and like trying to impart some wisdom, you know, and telling us to tell people to go take a hike. Well, know, that that's whatever. the hardest thing. Well, you're the first, like we were talking about, the first band unsigned, independent, to have a, a, a chart like hit like that. Yeah, and that's power, because now you're not. It's not You're that not, much power, but right. it's power. But it's better than it was in the day. Uh, it's you a know, little bit but, better, yeah. You know, because you think about when you were a Sunset Strip band, you were just, you didn't care what you'd sign. Oh, first of all, we weren't a Sunset Strip band. No, 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 of course. I'm talking about, no, back in the 80s. I'm talking about yeah, those, yeah, yeah. those record deals. No, oh, they, would, oh, they yeah. would take them, yeah. Like, you'd take anything because you you would just, they would be like, look, we can make you a star or not. Sign it, don't sign it. It's a seven album, seven album deal. It's going to be awful. Like, yeah. in the long run, it's terrible for the band. You guys, you know, you already had the goods. You already had what they wanted. And well, it, it took a long time to get there, I think, and it, it took uh, there's a maturation process for any band to kind of figure out what you are, and um, I think the difference between today and and back in the old days is that you have to do that on your own before anybody's going to jump and and, and right. take a take a, a business chance on you. You know what I mean? Yeah, because people don't know it's a loan. Well, yeah, that's it. It's, it's a loan. That's that's what it is for yeah. sure. Yeah, there's no development deals right really anymore. No, no, because well, because they and those were all kind of like the uh, the honey hole, right? Like they would they'd get you in that development because they thought if I can just get them into this and see if there's something here, then all of a sudden you rope them in and then they own the band for the rest of your life. And exactly. you guys, you guys already have it, but you're right; it is a, a maturation. We we process. did all that developing that you know, like a- any band, and you know, most most bands usually take like three records to find their groove and and we had to do that on our own on our own dime and and now we're you know we're still doing it that way we still don't have a label so yeah dirty records dirt records yeah man we're, yeah, dirt, we're dirt records, i know because i bought the vinyl like when oh, it came out. Nice. Oh, yeah there it is no no i nice. bought that i bought that before i had it on pre pre-order but yeah that's the that's the that was the recipe and now you know they're they look at record labels are like YouTube trying to find like a YouTube it's like it's a mess right it's, right. it's totally well it's a, it's a weird new world yeah and uh but but in the end it all comes down to being a band and can you play live like last night was a great shining example of two bands that can play live you and and, and Mammoth WVH but you know you guys 
it, there's no covering up. You have one one vocalist, right? I mean, you, it's it's some sometimes he helps me out, but uh, really yelling. Yeah, they need to give part. you um, your own mic. I saw you yeah, had to use his. Well, yeah. like he's... <laughs> 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 Justin <laughs> says no. He says no, man. Yeah, he he's, 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 got, he's got the right to say no too. He's got so many. We've jokes. heard him sing. Would, would you would you have some things to say? <laughs> right? <laughs> something tells me it's not about singing. It's about, I think I have something to share with the world, the rest of the class. I'd like to be talking right now. Right? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But but it is fun. It is fun to control that crowd, to, to, to have that, that ethos, that, that thing, man. And you've got that front man. You've got that, that the crowd Who's wants that? to enjoy. What did you say? You know. Oh, yes. <laughs> You're right. I, I, I'm sorry for telling this. It's only going to ruin yeah, your day, yeah. guys. I apologize. Slow down. Okay. Right now. <laughs> My head's not big enough up? to get on I the bus, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> You're building them up. You're gonna now, now bring the the That's right. Yeah, now That's right. back down. You uh, but you don't seem to suffer from the from the lead singer disease. You don't have the LSD. I, I try not to. I mean, I've seen I've seen some things already in my day with, from some of my heroes who shall re- remain nameless. There's and, nothing uh, more heartbreaking than, yeah. than than seeing that moment. And yeah. I, I'll tell you, I've seen it too, where I'm like, oh come on, man. Like, oh man, you're not cool. Oh man, it, the it worst breaks you down. And again, uh, no names. There's a singer that he's the most miserable person, and I'm like, he's had a couple chances. Like the band was down and out, and then got another one and was back up again. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, and you'd think it was the worst thing that ever happened to him. I'm like, look, we might be talking about the same person. Yeah, yeah, right. And you just go, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man, you're playing your music, you're writing it, you're successful, you're you're you know, you're not broke. It's not a bad record deal. There's no, but yeah. he just, it's that ever popular tortured art poser effect, you know, yeah, like that, yeah. that just, that just everything's a toe dragon nightmare right and i'm like guys it's rock and roll it's fun not every day it's supposed to be fun yeah Yeah. that's the thing i i don't ever have to remind myself because it is fun but yeah like i say all the time like we got into this to have a good time with your with your life you know so if you're yeah, if know, it's miserable, at the don't end of the day, it. the show should be a, a good time, you know. Yeah, and you gotta have a pretty good case to look at me's. I mean, that's that's part of this yeah. whole thing, yeah. right? You know, it's it's again. I, I dropped out of high school, so I'm just lucky to be here. I gotta say though, I do like a lot of tortured artist art. Yeah, yeah. I gotta be real. Well, some some of it's real, <laughs> and then and really then good. some of it's the effect. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like like before this, what would you do as a, what's your last actual job? I was a location scout for like okay. TV shows like Sons of Anarchy. See, now and, that's a pretty good goddamn gig, really. And I was absolutely miserable. Yeah, because you knew you wanted to be miserable. Else. Sitting on a movie set, people think it's cool. I I would imagine people in Kansas City, like I'm from Albany, you know, like mm-hmm. small town in New York, and like all my family's like, "Wow, you worked on Sons of Anarchy? That must have been so cool." And I was like, "It was it was miserable." Hurry if up you're sitting there for 12, 14, 16 hours a day doing something you don't want to do, I don't care right. what it is. Right. Never going to be a longer day ever. No. And no, I know I know exactly what you mean. It was awesome, though, when they would like shoot people and like blow stuff up. <laughs> that was sweet. <laughs> that was, how was those Ron, were good days. How was Ron Perlman? I, you know what? He was already, I, do, I worked the last season, so he, were, he was already gone. Okay. But Charlie was cool. Yeah, I got to ride my Harley across like this, be- this bridge in Long Beach with Charlie. He was awesome. As much as I enjoyed the series, it almost ruined motorcycling for me. Really? Because just Which, everywhere you looked, everywhere there was yeah, a, you know. there was a poser. Oh, everybody yeah, was yeah. a son of anarchy and their, and their big girlfriend, tons of anarchy. Yeah, you know? yeah. Tons it was, of anarchy. Yeah, it was, it was brutal for motorcycling, <laughs> like everybody. But I mean, what's the last job you had? Like real the last like, job I yeah, had. Yeah, before musician, last last awful job. Uh, well, right before we went on tour, I because um, I was doing a lot of sideman work, like backing musician in oh, the see, shadows. That's, oh, that's good work. That to was me. that was good work. But 
but I stopped doing that when, when, when we sort of like geared up to do everything. And so <laughs> I got a job uh, bussing tables and being a host at a restaurant. It was Dude, uh, I, I for was like a- the last three months before we before we went out to, on tour. It'll get your head right. It did. Yeah, it really <laughs> it'll did. get your head it right, really man. Did. Yeah, because before that, I was like playing gigs and stuff, and you know, being a musician, and then I was like, oh man. But don't, that's what makes yeah. you great. I mean, you have to. If you don't suffer a wee bit, if you don't, <laughs> yeah. if you don't know what the other side is, yeah, it's you know, it's, it's tough. Yeah, dude, I I, I mean, I, I I was a server at a place called Po Folks. There was a restaurant chain. <laughs> you know who doesn't tip? People eat a goddamn po' folks. Nobody <laughs> like, that's yeah, real. It, it, it was literally <laughs> P.O. folks. That's the name po of the folks. Rest. Terrible. It, were they <laughs> po' boys? No, no, no. It, was, it was like southern food where you drink out of a RC deal and moon pie. Was that like Awful. poor folks? Is that the, yeah, is that the joke? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Awful. Tip, not a good tip game. Dude, I, I, uh, I, I worked in a factory here in Kansas City that makes, you've seen sun tea jars? Like the, you know, yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, you know, you put the Lipton bag into the water and set it outside and then it's, it's always yellow, yellow top, yellow flowers. It's all made here. It's also made by developmentally disabled adults. And when I got the job, and I was much younger, I uh, didn't realize I was just applying, and I showed up the first day, and I'm the only guy who didn't arrive on a bus. Oh, God. And the guy who was next to me started to work out all of his issues on me. Every time I'd make a mistake, you'd have to set it to the side, and you could either put the spigot on or you'd put the lid on and set it forward to a box. And the guy would literally look at me and he'd go, you don't know how to do it. And he'd stand up super tall and he'd, yell, he'd go, he don't know how to do it. Like this. And it was like goddamn prairie dogs. Everybody would be going, he don't know how to do it. He don't know how to do it. And TBS this went report. on as God is my witness for three months till I finally quit the goddamn job. Oh, man. You hung in there way longer than I That's was. all you had. You know, uh-huh. I, when I was in L.A., I was a hot tar roofer. Oh, That's, wow. So I'd ride the bus every day with the Jeez. crappy pants and the crappy shoes. Man. And your hatchet to split the tar keg, and you Damn. go and you go do high rises out there, man. And Portland, where you grew up, that's actually probably okay work. What'd you do before this? Um, Wrote manifestos. I worked. <laughs> I worked in a, a small printing shop and a, at a golf course. Strangely enough, I actually worked in a printing shop too. Ran an AB Dick printer. I was a Votech kid. I know it's going to be a huge surprise to everybody here. Vocational school. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah, yeah, no, that's where they bad kids. That's where they put you in the oh, Midwest. Yeah, yeah. You, go to, you, go to you learn to do cars, build like, a house, or you become a printing press. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, yeah. So that's a uh, and so, but the whole time you're were you a musician always through school? Yeah, I mean, I played in in bands and whatever, just on my own time. Would your parents? What, what were your parents like? My like, would they do? Yeah, well, just are they were they conservative? Were they easygoing? Were they hippies? Were they? Uh, my parents were hippies. Yeah. I mean, my dad's a truck driver. Mine too. Right on. Yep. Uh, Actually, just went and tried to get my CDL not that long ago. Just because I'm curious about CDL. I can't do the blind back yet. I was a friend trying to teach me to do it so I could just uh, blind back. The blind, yeah. You know what I'm saying? What is that? Yeah, that's that's that. You can't see. That's right. Yeah, into a dock. It's awful. It's your old man knows it. It's terrible. That's it's tough. About double clutching. Yeah. Well, see now they don't even have goddamn gear shifts anymore. They don't. They're automatic. They're all automatic. Everything's automatic now. What about you? You grew up in Van Nuys, porn capital of the world. Yeah, so what do you think I did? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Fluffer. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? He has nice eyes. I'll give him that. Like, he really... You, no, uh, <laughs> that's funny. So, did any of the girls I'm you sorry, grew up scene with? Scene prep, right? Did you go? Did uh, any of those girls? Uh, did they, any girls you know go into porn? 
Yes. There yeah. was. No, yeah, you do I know, know a couple, some, I know yeah. some girls that went in the porn. Yeah, I remember sure, you yeah. telling me about them. Yeah. Did they, I still watch her videos sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's better, isn't it? Oh, my God. Because you know them, you, yes. oh, dude, it gets so much creepier. Yes, because <laughs> it seems more possible. Uh-huh. Yeah, more possible. Yeah. This could have been me. Amateur and homemade porn. That's always my jam. Like, oh, my God, I got her number. I should have called her. <laughs> right, oh. right. So all have I had you to do guys is ever deliver done, pizza uh, to her house. You ever done porn star karaoke out there? Yes, yeah. I've gone. Yeah. We went for his birthday. Yeah, we went for my birthday, and Ron Jeremy was actually there. Oh, and at the end of the night, before there, prison, right? Yeah, before prison. This was a couple of years ago, but there was a, a, a up and coming porn actress there, and we're leaving the bar at two a.m. We're kind of drunk, right? And this girl is following him around, trying the, desperately to get an audition. Yeah, right there. Like, Ron yeah. used to come yeah. out to our big rock fest all the time, and you know he was always, you know, it's, it's obviously if he's guilty of that, then put him under the prison, but. Uh, beyond that, he was always a gentleman, always cool. But the one thing, girls were always trying to put their hand in his sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, always. Because, you know, he always wore sweatpants everywhere he went. The other weird thing about him is, you know, he's narcoleptic. Yeah. Well, he, he'd always be at the rainbow, like, falling yes. asleep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That guy there, is so... It was yeah. so weird. It's, uh, dude, and uh, there used to be a website of nothing but pictures of him asleep called Sleeping with Ron Jeremy. And uh, it was just him completely passed out just every year. Oh, that's sleep. cool. That's we, funny. We were talking to him on the on the phone one day, and all of a sudden you hear him just go... <laughs> I was like, Ron? Ron? He slept for another 10 minutes till Jake finally hung up on him and called him back. You know, when we played the Troubadour, and a bunch of remember we went up to the Rainbow? Yeah, we went there. After. We saw him that night. I know. He was, he yeah. was in Erica. He's always, he's always around. <laughs> yeah, like Lemmy used to be. Oh, I mean, that's not the yeah. first time I saw you know, him. Back in the day, like, you know, that that was, always playing video I'm just yeah. saying that must have been one of the last times that yeah. he was uh, walking around freely. Free, on his right. own reconnaissance. Well, that's, you know, and the, by the way, with, you talk about the rainbow, the iconic rainbow bar and grill. Like, and I know, and I can tell, like, the, the, right now it's, it's not the place to be on, on the strip. But, man, that place holds such life and history. And it is, I mean. I, so I, much cocaine in the certainly. cushions of the. I used to smoke cigarettes. And I forgot that I'm from Kansas, right? So I'm about visiting, and I fire a cigarette up as I'm walking out. And I'm like, I just watched a guy doing a line in the bathroom and another guy hitting up. And you'd have thought I was the one shooting babies up with heroin. Dude, that guy dropped me outside like so fast for lighting a cigarette. And I'm like, California, god damn it. Because like, <laughs> you can't smoke outside? Oh, no, you, I, was, I was still inside walking oh, out. Yeah. No, no, and it was, like, it was like I was blasting heroin yeah, on yeah, top yeah. of a baby. And, uh, but you know what affected me really hard this last time was uh, the I statue. Baby. The oh, statue, yeah, the man. That was pretty cool. That, I mean, the statue? It really, I mean, I was uh, genuinely emotional, man. Because, I mean, I mean, obviously, you guys had to have met him over the years uh, if you went to the Rainbow. You, yeah. I, I saw him. I never um, had the balls to go up and... It dude. seems ballsy to approach him yeah. for some reason. Yeah. I, I, you know what? He was always... Cause he, he could be nice, but... We brought him in. Appearance. We did some shows. He was incredibly nice. Oh, he, he was the best. Yeah. You, you're more favorite. I, I mean, just like Lemmy was Lemmy. And, uh, but that, there'll never be another one. I mean, that's, that, there's no more rock piracy. Like, yeah. that's it. There's nobody. Like, it's, you guys are going to have to... Really, really dig in and get yourselves dirty and a lot of trouble, a whole bunch of problems, and and carry the torch. <laughs> we'll, we'll try. We'll try our best. Yeah, we got that on record. Let's go. Right. What, what song do you guys want to do today? I mean, we got to do the new single. Another last time. Did you hear that? You heard? Yeah, that it was there last night. No, no, I heard it last night. All right. Yep. You. This uh, is uh. This is only the second time I think we were ever gonna do an acoustic. So. And I know it's early. It's so. very early. I know. Forgive Thank me. Thank you. I might suck. 
Could, could be great. Could be terrible. <laughs> I make no promises. Yeah, I don't make any promises. Literally. Whenever you guys are ready, count it off, man. Don't drag it.
Fantastic. That's, I mean, you, your pipe's open right up this morning. <clears throat> Almost. Jesus Christ, many. I mean, beautiful. beautiful. Thank you very much. Really I, beautiful, feel, I feel great about it. Yeah. You feel great? You I feel mean, great about it. John's the confident one in the bunch. You know, you really are. He's the, he's the optimist. I'm the optimist, I think. He is the optimist. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's, you find in the band. Everyone like, has a role, yeah. Yeah, everybody does have a role, right? Like somebody's, one guy will be a little more serious in business wearing, one guy's a creative, one guy's optimist. One guy's a terrorist and kind of a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I know I, he's, he's going to definitely beat me up in a second. <laughs> uh, but it, it's just, but I, I really just, you guys coming in in the morning, and this is where it, it all shows. Everything shows. You know, you've seen it. Yeah. You've heard it. You yeah. Bands can be created. They can pro-tool themselves to death and, uh, and sound like they really know what they're doing. But this is where it all separates. Everything separates in moments like this. Uh-huh. You got to be good, man. Yeah. That's, a, that's a pretty good, um, I don't know if I was good just then, but uh, you got to be good if you're going to try and do this for a living. That's for sure. Well, you guys, because you, you are relatively new. Yeah. yeah and, uh, sure. and, and it's, it's breaking for you now. But are you still coming up against those audiences where you're like, we got to win them? Like, they're, they're just all oh, but giving man, you the double finger. That was my entire and you're like, summer. I, Opening oh, for the Black Crows, for oh, sure. Man. Yeah, because that's it. It's like there opening for Metallica. There. Nobody wants to see the opening band. I had a moment, actually, this is a good little anecdote to come full circle with Metallica. Is We played in Nashville. That was where the Black Crows tour started. Back-to-back nights in Nashville, sold out. And we go out there, and it's like, you know, maybe a quarter full to start. And I'm like, this is just... And Nashville is one of those right. one of It's those a towns. music city. It's a yeah. music city, so they're very you know judgmental, show us what you got sort of vibe. And uh, the first night, you know, I go backstage, and I'm like, that was miserable. I If this is going to be my whole summer, what am I going to do? This is awful. And Chris Robinson was like, man, he's like... He was my manager told Chris what I was feeling and he was like, You need to just go out there and have a good time with your friends. Don't give a rat's, you know, whatever That's about right. what anybody thinks because he's like, I opened for Metallica when I was coming up. And people were literally throwing bottles Oof. and shoes at me for forty five minutes. Sure. And he's like, Did anybody throw bottles and shoes at you? And I was like, No, nobody threw bottles. He's like, So it wasn't that bad. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, No. He's like, Man, just go out there and have a good time. He's like, You sing great, yeah. the band's great, you guys are great, like just don't worry about anything. You can't control anything that they're going to do. That's it. Just have a good time. And it completely changed my mindset. And the second night, I had like the time of my life. But uh, And it shows. Yeah. Dude, when it, you have those that energy is infectious for the audience, and it creates a better show. Right. And, you know, it just permeates through everything. Well, and it's also, I think there's a mindset when you're doing anything. If you do it for others, there, there's that's in the back. But in the end, you have to do it because it's what you wanted to do in the first place. And you just do that well. And everything else has to go by the wayside. Totally. That's it. And that's that's how you find your greatness. So and a lot of people get caught up 
in the, in the other part, and they can never get past it in anything they do. Yeah. Whether it be a band or anything else. Yeah. You have to be able to just look, man, I'm going to do it 100%. Everything else is going to be what it's going to be. You can't control it, so you, but you might as well just give it. There's in. another band, a friend of ours, uh, a Blackberry Smoke out of Nashville. Mm-hmm. And Charlie and I know yeah. each other for, since the first record. Good, great. Since Sturgis. And, you know, but they're, it's another similar band in the sense of, Doing what they do, this is what we do. If you guys like it, I sure do. I hope you enjoy the show. But they're not a, they're not for radio. They're not for. They're too rock for country. They're too country for rock. They're just they're them. Yeah. And great uh, band though. Oh my god, are you kidding me? I I think those guys might be, if not the best American touring band today. When you see them live, like they're just it's an unstoppable thing. Yeah. You know they're just they're a touring band. They don't it doesn't get any tighter. Yeah. And so no, I I love so much love for those guys like. And you guys, you especially, Corey. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Corey's like Corey's over there plotting uh, his next uh, right. His next attack. His manifesto. He's writing it. It's going to start is with that, kill all disc jockeys. <laughs> Trust me, I'm with you on that. I'll help you do it. I'll go with you. You got a list. Yeah, dude, it's awful. Like, you, but, but you should do this. I'm going to tell you, just it's a pain in the ass, and disc jockeys suck, and morning shows can be a bunch of ding and honk a holes. But this shows so much. Of what you do, I would tell you whenever you can do it, in spite of the jackholes you're gonna have to deal with. Like, uh, yeah, really, because yeah, yeah. it really, dude, this is where it all meets. Today a... hasn't been uh, too big of a pain, so uh, I appreciate yeah. it. Do my best. Little, I can tell you, it's definitely easier to wake up at the station on the bus and just walk in and mosey. Right. In. That's nice. Yeah, not we, having yeah, to if we were go in the van, anywhere. We'd be in the hotel and like drag ourselves to the right. van and then drive here. It's too much. Ugh, I man. get it. And that tour bus, like when you finally get it, because you guys know it's the van. And everybody's in the van. You just are touring. It's a never, and you're just trying to get there. But there's a symbolic thing when a band gets a tour bus, a real tour bus, a Prevost. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah. this is a deal. real deal. Like, and you walked on it for the first time. That had to be, I mean, that's something. I, I mean. That moment when you walk through the first lounge. Yeah. Like, Whoa. And then you get to that little door, and you're like. You're trying to you you move the handle and it doesn't move and right. then someone comes up and goes, Nah, man, you just press this button. Shh. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, that's it, what's up. We but all individually did that's that too. <laughs> yeah, but that's rock. That's that's another. That's that level. You go, man. We're we're another level. Yeah. And and people think a record deal or or putting a record out or having it hits the end of the road. And you guys know that's just the beginning of the race. Yeah. Well, if you did have a record deal, the bus would have would have come. You know, with tour number one, we probably would have. So, yeah, it, and so would all your money would have went out the door. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. We'd still be paying it back. But it is extra special when you know, like, there was definitely in the back of my mind, I was like, wow, like we actually did this. Um, yeah, we paid you know, for this it. part of the journey. We're paying for this. You know, it's out of our pocket. That's well, and I think that's how you learn, right? I mean, you yeah. go, man, watch how the money goes out. Watch how it comes back. Trust me, when I saw the bill for the bus for yeah, this tour, right? I was. Yeah. My eyes were wide open uh, watching the money go out. That's for sure. And, and as much fun as that's not, like, and, and here comes the the, the seasoned a hole. And I've seen so <laughs> many bands screw that part up. And yeah. and you gotta watch. You, even if it's not fun, you have to take one day a week and go. Okay, let's look at everything because that's how you that's how you have something in the end. Yeah, that's how you end up you know being together. Because I, nothing will tear a band apart. I mean, egos will, but money troubles will as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it's, uh, you know, but look, everything's on the rise. We don't need to talk about that business. Let's talk about some of the dirtier things we've done on the road. <laughs> you want to? Uh, yeah. Are you, anybody married? Anybody girlfriends? Anybody who doesn't want to talk about it? You can opt out, <laughs> can opt out right away. 
All right, I'll let you think about it. Let me take a break. We'll come back. Let me let me take a break. Keep our bones in the closet. Yeah, yeah, right. If who was closet? That's what I want to know. What was her name? <laughs> hey, hey, that's a good one. See what I did there? Yeah, I do. She I lives do. in Van Nuys. That's a good one. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours. The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I had no idea you guys had covered the Prince song. Until last night. That's the first time I had ever heard that. Nice. For the NHL. And I was like, holy cow. By the way, you found the St. Louis, Kansas City love, didn't you? I know. Holy yeah. shit. Well, you know where that came from. Uh, the 19, uh, it's way back in the day, the 85 World Series, they say St. Louis felt like we stole it from them on a call. Oh, and so really? that, that okay. just, yeah, no, they never let it go. It's just, <laughs> it's just a thing. St. Louis, Kansas City. But I is, did, I thought Kansas City liked the St. Louis Blues. Because uh, you guys don't have a team, a hockey team. Right? I'm sure we're okay. But you do with want it. a There's just team. always a St. Louis thing. You know how it is. It's all high school. Like your school sucks. You know, yeah, like it's yeah, just yeah. it's the same thing. That was I, fun. I kind of like that. Though. It's all over the yeah. pants BS. You know. Yeah, yeah, totally. And yeah. other high school stories. Yeah, no, I, I remember walking to those parties in high school and. They want to fight, right? They go, your school sucks. I'm like, I know. Let's go burn it down. Like, let's go now. Let's let's be real. School sucks. Yeah, the whole thing is terrible, man. It's all pimples and boners and I'm skinny. It sucks. It's awful. Like, you know, it's it's, you guys came out of school. Like, uh, what were you you like in school? Were you popular? Were you already free? Were you free to be yourself or were you withdrawn? I was a lunatic. I was all over the place. I was like a musician. I was playing sports. I was... Trying to wow. sleep with girls. Yeah? Did you see so yeah. you were getting laid in high school? You know what? I actually never got laid in high school. I was see a late bloomer in that. I'm probably I definitely am the latest one of us. What about you? I got laid in high school. Well, you were a guitar player. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you already had yeah. the gift. Yeah, yeah. Well, I uh and uh the gift of uh, a taste for booze <laughs> <laughs> and other girls who enjoyed awesome. Yeah, I had a right? good time in high school. Yeah, and uh, I liked high school. I, but I, I didn't it. like the school part. So I didn't like the school part. I just liked being around my friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I no. was a cut up. I was a cut up. But I uh, did, yeah, but I did all right. Yeah. I was yeah. a cut up who did well. Um, I kind of phased out my love of sports and the whole jock scene for like junior and senior year when I got more serious about guitar. Well, because you had to be one or the other. You kind of had to be one or the other. And then like the music crowd was more open minded and like, yeah. you know, the people were just more. I was kind of like the quirky kid if I was hanging with the jocks. Yeah, you know well, I mean? you find your tribe, right? Yeah, I found my tribe. I yeah. found my tribe. It was great. Uh, I'm still friends with 
those people today. So God, dude, I, I, I was that kid with one friend in school, like the one other weird <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah. And you're like, we, let's be best friends and try to avoid any and all contact with the other people. Yeah, like, yeah. And so, you, but you just found the other metal kid, right? And just and you were like, we love, I love Iron Maiden. You love Iron Maiden. Well, then we must be best friends. Yeah. Like, let's just spend all our time <laughs> let's together. Make this happen. Yeah, because we both love Maiden, right? Like it was just the, the way it was. Maiden, dude. Oh, is that dude. the one with the the guy flies the plane? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ace is high. That's amazing. Uh, well, that's that's Bruce Dickinson because he flew for Qantas yeah. and he yeah he can fly the jumbo jet. Dude, if you ever get a chance to meet Bruce, you should. Brilliant. I mean, he sounds like I he's would like to. Smart. He's out on a spoken word tour right now. Like he's oh really? He's one of the great rock stars with something to say, dude. Super, just uh, creative, literate. Like he's just a, a great cat. He's he's spectacular. Oops, I'm supposed to wake up. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> right, were you popular in high school? I'm talking to Corey about it. I, I don't know. I, I was kind of a, a floater. I like I, I was like a skater. I mean, I rode BMX pretty intensely in high school. Didn't really play sports, but my school was interesting because everybody could be friends with each other. Yeah. Like we all. Yeah. There so was, you, there was were a you lot in Portland of at the time? Yeah. Well, so, Sherwood, a suburb of Portland. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, now it's a different world, right? It's it's it is. It's a lot easier. Yeah. A lot, lot less divided. I suppose so. Yeah, because Greg and I, the way back there, used to run a skateboard shop. So uh, you remember Skull Skates? No. Okay, well, they were a great <laughs> skate company. Santa Cruz was starting to happen. Vision was starting to happen, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. But, you know, we all skated, and that was, that was we ran that thing for three years before we got into this mess. Oh, cool. So, yeah, no, those kids, I always, we, uh, I, you know, that's it. Skaters, I think the guys, the BMX guys, are a special kind of uh, loners. You know, they, they oh, yeah. want to be social, but what you're doing is super individual. Yeah, yeah. I, I suppose that's true about a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, but skating for me, that was always the, the thing that drew me in because I, back to sports, I hated sports. Yeah. Just those guys were dicks. I mean, they just were. <laughs> like, actually, they were the guys that were beating your ass. I mean, these are the guys who were clocking <laughs> you after school, you know? Because I didn't do enough yeah, drugs yeah. to be full bore in that world. Right. And I, yeah. and I definitely wasn't. You don't want to be full bore in that world at 16, right? Right. right. Yeah, but but yeah. so you didn't fit in with these guys. Yeah, and then yeah. I liked baseball, but I didn't fit in with those guys. So, yeah, no, but skating, that's what that was my thing, man. I'm actually yeah. just re- remembering that I was uh, homecoming king or, or something. What? Or, what? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I my view of myself Dude. is obviously different than everybody. Now I just I guess gotta... I was popular, but I didn't. I just, I just, <laughs> just want to see the pictures. The pictures. <laughs> I was, at, you know, what? I was actually in a wheelchair too. Now that I think of it, what? I, I, well, because of the BMX thing, I had uh, tore my ACL and meniscus, oh. and so I, I How was. How old were you? In a wheelchair, getting pushed out in the homecoming. Homecoming thing. king, dude. There he is. <laughs> Brutal, dude. <laughs> right? Do you have the sash? No. <laughs> well, dude, he, dude, during the quarantine, he broke his arm uh, mountain biking. Hey, hey, you yeah, need we to, have video of it. You need to sit this out. Like, <laughs> no, no, dude, he was out. You're th- prone to breaking things, man. They can't, they can't have that. It's I mean, probably continue. Yeah, Corey's, metal. Say, yeah. Corey's yeah. metal AF. <sighs> he was riding the bike in the cast and sending us videos. Uh, <laughs> Not down the mountain, but you know. You guys didn't send videos of your reaction to that video. No, we didn't. <laughs> no, we were like, what? People think, especially in Kansas, people think mountain biking and they think. Uh, you know, trails around Kansas are pretty flat. They don't understand the danger involved in that. Oh, like, you're going like, like 40 miles an hour down a mountain. Oh, everything's a, it's, a, it's like awesome. riding motorcycles, man. Everything's yeah. a, everything will kill you. Everything you will hit will kill you. It's, yeah. I know it's a nice looking tree, but it's solid and you're not. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, I mean, it's the destroyer, man. That's, that's forget that. It's super fun. I mean, I grew up like, <laughs> yeah. riding, uh, riding BMX and, and motocross and stuff. So like mountain biking is like a, 
a cool extension to all that stuff. And I'm sure. Did you did you surf at all, Justin? Wait, what? In L.A. in California, did you surf at all? No, no. I have. I don't have good balance. So That's no true. skateboarding, no surfing. He was definitely. You were okay in high school. You uh, did I well. Was fine. You did okay. Look yeah. at him. A good looking kid. Come on. You tell me this guy. You didn't have. Yeah, trouble. I just smoked way too much weed. Right. I mean, I still do. It's California. <laughs> yeah, dude. He was not you know, a word. Bro. Yeah. You, you get it in fifth grade. They're like, "Here's your joint." Like, well, you, you know, like, my my dad owned a recording studio. Um, really. It, it, like fully post um, post production for movies and stuff like that. But um, yeah, like I started smoking weed with him when I was thirteen. Um, you know, he had his cocaine dealer on the payroll, so he could write it off on taxes. That's California. <laughs> Welcome genius to California, is that, kids. Though, right? Yeah. If you're from Kansas or, or from the Midwest, if that's just it's just such a different mentality. Like that just never happens. But yeah, when I was out in LA, I met friends, people actually in the in the movie industry. Her dad uh, produced movies, and it was the same kind of a vibe. Like she's like, "Oh yeah, that's our drug dealer," and he's just over having dinner with us. And, and I was, you know, I'm like, a little blow on the yeah. steaks. I'm like, eighteen year old kid. Like what? I'm sorry, what? He came over to our house one time and. and the dealer and he was really high and my brother had like painted something at school and he was begging my dad like I'll give you five hundred dollars for like this twelve year old stupid painting of like a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> He's just janked up. You're like oh, take it, take the money. Oh, my brother man. was so mad that he wanted to take the money. Oh. Yeah, my dad was like, yeah. no, no, you're gonna be mad at me. Tomorrow that was the beginning this. of his art art career, you know. <laughs> so your parents have got to be. I mean, they're pretty excited, but they've seen this and they know music and they know the industry. So this is they're watching you. Like they're they're waiting to see how this turns out, right? Uh, they both passed the log, but yeah, they're watching me. I guess. Oh, you're, yeah. you're, you already lost your mom and dad. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I mean, you're awfully young. My mom and dad are still with me, uh, but then I thought I was going to lose them during COVID. Yeah. It's rough. And your mom and dad pretty okay with this choice of vocation? <laughs> you were the homecoming. Now we know you were the homecoming queen or homecoming king. They know that they're like they're like, look, you were doing great, and you just now you're in a goddamn rock and roll band. They're both rooting for me, I suppose. My dad, uh, <laughs> when I was younger, oh, well, I mean, even like, I don't even know where to start with this. Honestly. Your dad, <laughs> your no, dad, dad is I want to know. I want you for yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was gonna say his. Uh, backup plan was that I should work at the grocery store because at least I get health insurance. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, that's yep. a practical mind, right? You know, there. that's a practical <laughs> mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. No, I was I was a paramedic before I got into radio. That was my last gig yeah. before radio. My dad was so mad that I that I, I started to do this because we weren't getting paid. You know, making like seven thousand dollars a year. You know, and I had this other job. And he was just he was angry, angry. Like, in my dad's yeah. eyes, I was the stupidest jack-off kid in the my world. My dad still thinks I, I haven't found any form of success. Yeah, it's going to be a minute. But there'll be <laughs> a gonna... moment, right? There'll be yeah. a moment. Like, if he, if I, he I would see so. last night. You got to roll I think up. until I'm Tommy Lee and have my own porn tape out there, then, like, <laughs> yeah. my dad is never going to be fully proud. <laughs> yeah, well, look, it's not easy to honk a boat's horn. With your, have you seen the tape? No. He honks a boat's horn with his penis. <laughs> oh, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, you know, like that's, I mean, it's an impressive. It's impressive. It's, an impressive, it's an impressive penis. Piece of man meat. It really is. <laughs> Have you seen the Hulu um, Pam yes. and Tommy, where like his, yes. his talks to him. Hey oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, it's a jump button. But yes, I have. Hey oh, hey oh. That's uh, that's disturbing. It was. Pretty... So I read about how he did that. So they had to make a cast of it, uh-huh. and there was a puppeteer behind him who was making it go up and down. So that was all what? live action. No, shot. that was yeah. not live action. I swear to God, that's absolutely. So they had to make a cast of it, and then there was a live literally action, a puppeteer. Dude. Doing the doing that like so it would go up and down and talk when he would say the words and they That's would have hilarious. to practice so he had to be naked in front of everybody yeah no it's it's crazy 
There's a yeah, it's a super disturbing moment when it happens. Yeah, I was not ready for it when no. it happened. No, no, it's very Borat. Like where you're like, what? Don't show me that anymore. Mm-hmm. You, uh, but if your parents would have seen last night, Corey, back to that. Like if your parents, if your dad would have seen last night at the Uptown, Actually, that oh, crowd. Show. Yeah, I thought we were still talking about porn tapes. <laughs> <We're> talking- <laughs> <laughs> you have a favorite? What's that, do you, Corey? Do you have a favorite? Of what? Porn tape? No. Okay. I, I mean, that- dad, he he would have seen that last night. That's a that's not a hometown crowd. Uh-huh. That's a that's a crowd far away from the city you grew up in, where there might be friends, right? Like yeah. that's that's a real. I mean, that's that's a moment. Yeah. You know, that's uh, for I a would dad. Think so. Yeah. Is your dad? Is he that hard on you though? Is he? Because my dad could be yeah. like that. My dad could be like that. Where like you, like, he, he, no matter what you did, there was another way you could have done he, it. He Wrong is, kid, but he's dad. Also, right. <laughs> he's also, as these guys are very aware, uh, super active on the Dirty Honey what, forums and whatever. Oh, oh no! Which, yeah. 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 Exactly. Oh, no. <laughs> I tried to give him the scoop on that. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, I really like that. He with is that. proud. There's no doubt like he's proud. Yeah, yeah, I think he's. It's proud. Tough he though, just man. doesn't Dad's... understand. Like, I think Corey's dad kind of is Hopefully very suggestive about uh, like the business stuff. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Well, it's not his world, right? And, like, is he like telling you like sell drumsticks and stuff, or like? No, I don't know. I I think just maybe like a lot of people don't understand that there's versions of success, like not in like the. Like whatever, it's Tom, not a, Tommy it, Lee is the right name that comes to mind. Everybody yeah. knows who Tommy Lee is. Super famous, all those. But like, some people maybe don't get that there's like working musician careers and levels of success below yeah. that that aren't. I mean, yeah, like dude, like Blackberry Smoke, right? Like I don't, yeah, those guys. That no. would be a perfect example of what you're saying. It's like that's exactly great right. touring they, band. They got fans, and not you know, if you they, just say that name around. The grocery store people might not know what you're right, saying. but you say it in a musician circle. Yeah, like and exactly. it, you know, those guys are good for yeah. two thousand to three thousand a night every night. Like they can they can literally yeah. go out there and do it all all around the world. I'm yeah. sure they have a nice life. Yeah, and that's Actually, it. But you're yeah. right. But they they're yeah. not an MTV band. They're not a big video band. They're yeah. not a big radio band. They're not, you if you weren't into it, you're, you're right. You won't know. Yeah. But I mean, you can't expect them to know. I mean, it's just. Yeah, I mean, that's just the way it is. I, I mean, feel like he was judging our success based on how big my bass amp was also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I kinda, oh, it's kind I, of a small amp, I dude. Saw, you guys aren't really making I it. I kind of like that, too, though. I'm like, come on, dude. Get a fridge. What are you doing? Dude? <laughs> I know. I saw another band, and he had a much bigger speaker cabinet. And so... what, but that was the mentality in the 80s, wasn't it? That was sure. the race. It was oh. like, oh, we got bigger gear. Oh, We're my louder. God. <laughs> you, you had fake gear up there. Just <laughs> yeah. there empty cabinets just to make it even bigger. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's I mean the that's, race to be louder, right? Right to be the biggest, most over the top show. But you guys are balancing it because you obviously, uh, you know, you're younger than the '90s, but you saw that transition from Sunset Strip bands to the '90s grunge bands, which wasn't really fun. And this is more the fun of a left, yeah, yeah. The, it was like rock goes camping, like that shoegazing super bummer. And I mean, I, I it just it was it was it was uh, <laughs> wasn't Nirvana on when we walked in? No, no, no. It does. <laughs> Yeah, yes, but it doesn't mean I didn't love the music. I it get was, it. I hear you. Yeah. But yeah, you go to a show. Super bummer. Yeah, you know, Rocco's camping yeah. like the flannel. Like, just I'm so. This is oh, so man. sad. And I'm like, this cannot be that terrible, man. I and, know. Yeah. Well, but it, you guys, I mean, this reminds. This is pure rock and roll. 
It Absolutely, is. It yeah. is Les Pauls. It's it's great vocals. It's it's in the pocket drumming, man. I mean, it's just all of it. I'm gonna say something nice about you too. Don't, Don't worry. Don't waste <laughs> time. Don't. But I mean, it, that show it's last too many night, bass fills. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's but that 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 uh you know that dirty honey thing that you guys have put together. That sound. It's yours. It's it's real. Thank I mean, you. It's it's and, and you know how many bands have you been in? Yeah, this is the only one, really. Uh, like is this this is not your only three-ish. band. Like yeah. I mean, I like I said, I, I did more like like backing musician stuff, uh, it, mostly because it was just picky. Like I never found sure. like I ne- before, uh, before meeting Mark. Really, I never met a rock singer that I was like, yeah. I mean, I that was the crazy yeah. thing about LA is you expect I, to move there and meet all these awesome like Axl Rose, like yeah, Steven yeah. Tyler it's type not the singers, scene. and they're it's just not the not scene. there. I mean, I'm you know, yeah, like anyone who sang good rock was older. You know, Talk about I met a lot. I've, I've worked with a lot of great singers, but they're more like R&B, you know, right. that kind of thing. So like playing rock was always like a cover band situation. And actually, that's how it started with him. But he already had some of his originals going, too. So and I knew that he wanted to do it. A lot of session you know guys. I mean? Yeah. A lot of session guys, though, can't make the jump to a band because for some reason the, the atmosphere doesn't sit. They with them. Yeah. They don't have an identity of their own that makes sense in in the like you. His issue, not that it was an issue, he's always been an amazing guitarist, but finding, like, he had to really work to find himself. Right, because you, know, you were as doing what others wanted. Playing guitar. Yeah, I was always doing what yeah, others wanted. Yeah. And I just love guitar. I love guitar and music so much, it's sometimes hard to be like, well, that's great too. You know, I can listen to, like, a gospel quartet and be like, oh, man, I want to learn that. You know, well, that's be, what makes you yeah. great. I mean, you have to, like, yeah, yeah. So, but you, you sort of, like, you pick a lane. And the lane you pick, well, this one that we picked is is uh, it works, I think, because it's the first lane I was ever in. That's what no, you got to go back you to. Yeah. You realize, oh, all this other stuff was just to add some some character to it, and then you kind of come full circle. Sure, but yeah, playing for other people and doing all that is uh, uh, more about. They say you know you're a professional musician. It's really more what I realize. It was the guys who do well. You focus on the first word more. Yeah, you know, um, and that's not to say that they aren't good musicians, but you have to focus on that. And I was a fish out of water in that scenario. Sure. I was more. I'm a lifestyle guy. I want to be in a band. I want to like be creative. I want my personality to be part of it. That does not work when you're no, playing for other people because they're like, I need you to do this. I need you. To sh- sh- yeah. I don't need any yeah. help. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. When we're on the bus, you should shut up more than you don't. Oh, which, uh, yeah, see, it's that's just awful, that. man. Yeah. So that's the whole thing. So uh, I felt like I finally came home. By finally being in a band. How did you, you guys meet? Uh, through through a drummer we yeah. no longer work with anymore. Uh, he, yeah. he came actually and sat in on one of my cover gigs in Santa Monica, and he came in looking way cooler than everybody. And <laughs> right? And the dude had way floated, better than yeah. everybody. And it, it, to, to the point about having an identity, I think it probably worked to his favor that he plugged into somebody else's amp that night and like didn't have his sideman rig you know, yeah. you just kind of had to plug in and play, and that's what I always loved about his playing. Is like there's a lot of personality in the way he plays. It's not necessarily like. So you knew. I was just like, this guy's cool, man. He's way more rock and roll than the guy I'm with. And that then, dude had no idea he was already gone. Yeah, like, no. yeah, he kind of, yeah, he kind of didn't. He kind of did. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, no, and then you know everybody was gone though. Like, uh, you know, there was like yeah, you know you have your a the whole, years. yeah you have your original you know, uh, cast of characters, and those are usually just the guys willing to do it. And then that's kind of the story is we just, you know, 
uh, filtered out. Sure, you uh, get rid until of we got to this. Right, and the thing with um, and that gang though that meant that has to be there. Because you're right. Otherwise, it's a it's a hired gun, hired gun, hired gun, hired gun. There has to be a mentality of a What's brotherhood, he, a gang, a yeah, something that's binding that, you. It's that's, a unique. That's a common thread with every band that I've ever loved. It's a unique. Yeah. Um, it's a unique uh, hurdle in Los Angeles, or it's unique to Los Angeles. I think is uh, no. finding people who are really good and are willing to go it as a band. Because there's so many job opportunities if you're a great musician where you could just go. Yes. You and it's not easy, but if you land a gig, all of a sudden you get three grand a week. Yeah. You know, you get no, free you're insurance. Touring. You're doing yeah. it. You're, you're playing nice stadiums. Car. Yeah. You're yeah. like I'm in five figure death punch, and you're like, but you're not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. You meet yeah. these guys. You meet these guys. You're like, oh man, like six months ago we were both broke. Now you have a BMW. You know, and then that like, oh you you played in. Mark and I's gig once for a hundred dollars, but you know you're but, out because that the money isn't there. You know, and even still, it's like you know we're still working hard. So, but. well, but you suffered in the van together. You guys, yeah, you pushed it through, and then it's that foxhole, that musical foxhole. Like, you know, the bombs kept dropping. You kept playing. You stuck it out. Now it's getting a little better. I mean, you guys. I mean, when it charted, yeah, when you guys charted without. That's that's unheard of. I mean, because you know how the business yeah, works. Crazy. They work a record up the chart. Yes. And they try to get the ads, and they call them spins for anybody listening. Like, that means how many times it gets played a day. And that's what charts a, a song. You guys, it happened on your own. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. well, I mean, I mean really, we have a team that was doing that, but, you know, they're yeah. small. Yeah, they're no, that, devoted. That's yeah. a, that's, yeah. I mean, you guys, it had to be great. It, it had awesome. to be great. You couldn't have pushed a turd up that hill. Like, like it's just no, no way, yeah, man. Exactly. That, that, you know, that's, that's true. Yeah. I mean, you really can't, man. That was the uh, the, the eye-opening thing was when it was getting played. The, the song got played like eight hours after its release uh, in L.A. on like the biggest radio, biggest rock station in L.A. by far. And, um, you know, we had literally had talks with like our manager, like, why aren't we like trying for L.A.? You know, and they're yeah. like, nope, we're going to stick. It's going to be Columbus, Detroit, Milwaukee. And he's smart. And he's exactly right, because that's where rock and roll lives. And yeah, it was you're a total right. yeah. accident that it happened. Flew. Um, yeah. And it changed our lives. So, dude, those are the towns. Omaha's, the, the Lincoln's. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, man. I it's, think it's, we were near Lincoln when we found we were that out. on our <laughs> way to, God, we were at. We were in Missouri Joplin, somewhere? Missouri. Yeah, Joplin's down there. That stuff. The morning show in LA, and they were like, call us right now. Like, we're playing your song. And I was like, what is happening? And our manager was in a meeting like that day, and like all this stuff went down without him knowing, and he hates surprises. And like, yeah, going, right. What's going on? What's going on? I'm getting phone calls like crazy. See, dude, that's that's that moment that you get, you're getting a chance. And if you build on that, you push harder, and then you keep swinging and slugging yeah, and cool. going forward. That's that's how it happens, they've, right? They've been good to us. So have you guys. So we're I'm extremely grateful. You want to? It's, it's up to you. We can do another song. Let's we can do we the can one that started it all. Why not? It's up to you guys. A little when I'm gone. You all right. To that. Let's do can, it. I think I can muster it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just it goes black, 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 up, black, up. Keep the beat. <laughs> you are the eternal optimist, man. Yeah, you know you what I mean? Really? That's, that's awesome. Am right. I ready to go? Yep. You're hot. Everybody's hot.
flash like gasoline And I'm back to the crying And all I wanted to say Is I've been walking this line for too long And all I wanted to say Oh, the time has come But don't miss me when I'm gone Hey I got no shelter in the drive Yeah, dude, that's what I'm talking about. That's, that's literally John's test every time. Like when we go to yeah. see live music, he'll be like, "Yeah, dude, dude check it out. Follow, yeah. no, man, I'm telling you, follow the goosebumps. Always, always, nice. man, because it's 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 the truth. It's it's right. That's the truth. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's amazing, amazing. Thank you, man. Thank you. That's just. Uh, I'm just again. I'm just so glad to meet you guys because it, it's um. I'm a, a bit. I, I think you're an optimist. Yes. Yes, I absolutely am, yeah. man. I uh, when I got into this business because I wanted to be a little part of the music industry. I didn't yeah. want to be in radio. I didn't even know how to do radio. Yeah. It just happened. It's but great. what I found out I loved was bands and and more so interviewing them. And and you know when you're a kid and you read the back of the album or you're reading you know the magazine and the interviews and you're like, well, who's that person? What's that person? Or going before the show and going, what's that guy do? Like, who's that up on the lights? Right. You know? I mean, I remember being so tore cool. up because I walked into the municipal auditorium in Kansas City. 
and Ozzy was playing, and I remember thinking, he's in the same building I'm in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, we yeah, went yeah. and saw Sabbath together. That was yeah. cool. But just that that feeling of he a was kid. Like, oh, it's here. Yeah. Yes. They were awesome, too. And they had that oh. new drummer who was just amazing. Yes. Yeah, man. And that's, I mean, he's one of the great greats. And if you ever get a chance to meet him, he's one of the sweetest, kind, like, just couldn't be nicer, man. Tony Iommi, the same way. Tony Iommi, uh, I was lucky enough to eat a dinner with him, and he, he'd answer all these questions about Ozzy, where anybody else might get irritated. Mm-hmm. And he was just, he was incredibly nice, man. Incredibly nice. Wow. Yeah. So now there's, and, and Brian from ACDC. That's another one. That'll stop your. That'll stop you in your tracks. He's so genuinely wonderful. We'll meet Brian. I, I had a nice moment with Brian uh, in the middle of COVID. He was nice enough to like meet me for lunch. He was awesome. Is he not the greatest? He is the coolest guy on the planet. Sure. He'll put you over. Like, he, you know, I, he'd meet my girlfriend and be like, you know, he, you're a little oh, slice of angel cake, yeah. Oh, he, oh yeah, you know, he, oh, we yeah, were just together awesome. doing a bunch of good stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he's just, he's the. He's 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 what you want to be. Yeah, he, great guy. Yeah, great guy. And to do that, like for obviously a young musician, that he probably has no idea who I am. Obviously, is no. He super loves, cool. He loves loves new music. That oh, is really? that is his thing, man. It's uh, it, it that's I, I've spent a lot of time talking about it, but strangely enough, through a mutual friend, and uh, that really is his thing. And that, and he loves old Motown. Oh, like he yeah. loves old Motown. Like when yeah. you guys get to Detroit, that's the stuff. And I, before I forget, yeah, I got to remember yeah. to tell you: get to Hitsville, USA. I've I've been. Me too. Man. It's amazing. Made me cr- in that studio. Yeah, where the the production board is, Talk- and, and you can see where the feet have tapped a hole through the floor. Talk about goosebumps! Oh, dude, it'll make yeah. you cry. And like, the, the old reverb chamber upstairs. Yeah, the hand clap. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's amazing. Dude, I, I went through there, and it's uh, that's one of my favorite things I've ever done. The story, I, I, the yeah. whole way it went together. Man. I want to do the stacks one. Yep. Yeah. Yep, I've uh, never done that. I met the president at the cannery in Nashville. Really? Yep. Uh, the the Barcase had reformed, and they were they were celebrating Stax Records and the original the owner, the president. And you know he's he's like seven feet tall. He's like just a royalty. And I mean he parted that room, and the Barcase played the original wow. Barcase, and it That's was so cool. Yeah, that was it was really something, man. It's uh, but back to the point. Yeah, I got into this because I love music, man. So when I you know, band comes in, and you go, man, to the moon. To the moon, man. Just Thanks, man. Enjoy. Appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks so much for having us. Well, listen, hopefully we'll know each other a long time. That's the We've goal. We've spoken so. a few times already, and it's good to finally meet everybody in person. And uh, After yeah. you guys leave. We'll always come back to Casey, man. Find out if Corey time. will put up with me next time. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing all right, I think. Uh, yeah. All right. You listen, honestly, it's great to meet every one of you. You too, man. All of you, man. Thank Likewise. you. They're dirty Likewise. honey. They're dirty honey. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.